What's up, what's up? I just want to welcome you to another edition of That Face Perspective. Today, I have Christian and MJ in with me. They are on the men's rugby team. I know um, I did women's rugby a few weeks ago, but I'm going to take a different angle on this and go the men's direction and find out their perspective. Uh, Christian, where are you from? I'm from California, so I'm from LA, the LA area. I'm from like, actually, technically, I'm from the smallest um, city in the LA County. Mm-hmm. From Hawaiian Gardens, California, but it's like right next to Long Beach, if you had to like think about it. So I'm like right pretty close to the beach. So I get a few people in here from, you know, Hawaii or California, places yeah. that are really nice. And I just have to ask, why did you choose to come to the Midwest from the West Coast where it's uh, beautiful weather and beaches and oceans? Well, to be honest, it's uh, like it was pretty much the only school I got into. And they offered a scholarship. So like I kind of just went with it because I wasn't going to play sports after high school. Mm-hmm. Luckily enough, I, it's like a pretty crazy story, but I was lucky enough to get a scholarship to come here. And so I just kind of just like went with it. It was like my senior year of high school, and it was, I think it was like March or April, and I was barely like caring from Linwood. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of went with it. I was like, you know, I'm not going to be the only, like, you know, only one of my friends who doesn't go to school. So I kind of just went with it. So did you play rugby in high school? Yeah, I played rugby in high school. I started in middle school. Okay, and did you play any other sports besides rugby? Yeah, rugby? I was that. I was the you know another high school athlete. You know, I played all the sports. I started like wrestling. Um, did a little bit. Oh, I did a little bit of running back. You know, football. Mm-hmm. Um, did some wrestling, and then you know went to track. And then I played rugby like outside of high school because our rugby club wasn't. We were in a club, so it wasn't like associated with high school. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I know a lot of a lot of people. People I know that. Um, they played football in high school, and yeah. somehow they got into rugby in college. So I always thought that was interesting. Uh, MJ, what about you? Where are you from? Uh, so originally, I'm from South Africa. Uh, I was born in Potchefstroom, which is like a couple of hours away from Joburg. So it's kind of the place that people know. Uh, from there, I moved to Australia when I was about 10, 11 years old. And mm-hmm. then I've kind of just lived there since then in Western Australia. And then um, earlier this year, or last year, I got the I got a message from one of the boys on the team asking me to come down to Lindenwood. Really? And yeah, it was just it was good being in Australia, but the new experience just kind of jumped at me, so I was pretty keen to jump on it. So how were you found in Australia to come play rugby here? Um, so I was told that there's a national schoolboy championship for everyone kind of it's like an under eighteen tournament kind of thing for all the okay. fo- states in Australia. Mm-hmm. And then I was lucky enough to be selected in that team and then from there the player watched some of the games and stuff because he's also from Australia. And then yeah, he just messaged me, said he watched some of the clips, and then he wondered if I was interested. Got you. So how, what's the culture like in Australia? I know um, I had a buddy who went to Australia just recently, actually, and I saw Snapchats of him driving on the other side of the road and, uh, like, a bunch of different stuff like that. And I hear stories about people finding snakes in their cars and <laughs> all that crazy stuff. So, so I mean, how can you survive in Australia? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> That's one of the biggest things that I've heard since I've been here. Yeah, we drive on the other side of the road, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure America is the only country that drives on yeah. the on the wrong side of the road, as we'd say. But um, <laughs> I did not know that. I, yeah. never, I guess I never paid attention. I've never been out the country to, to yeah. know really. But um, but yeah, it's, with the snakes, you definitely do have snakes everywhere, like on your beach paths and everything. You do sometimes find them in your in your garden and stuff like that. I can happily say I've never found one in my toilet or in my shoe or anything like that. Yeah, but that's crazy. You do see videos of people finding that, but luckily enough, I guess it just depends where your where your house is, if it's in the suburbs or it's away from the place. It's more likely spiders than anything, mm-hmm. but you generally just stay away from them, so that's fine. So what's the game of rugby like in Australia? Because you, you started playing at a young age, right? But 
Yeah, so I started since I was about four years old in South Africa. It's kind of you're born and bred rugby mm. or cricket or one of those kind of sports. And then in Australia, just kept going. They start a bit later, but at the same time, it's still a really high level there. So, yeah, um, the game gets taught for you very young. And then from there, you kind of play in clubs. There's not real any college sports or anything like that from where I'm from. It's all club rugby. So you just join a club and then from there, yeah, you get taught at a high level. You get coaches from all over the world as well and they just teach you from a high level early on. So is rugby, is like a, is that a professional sport in Australia? Yeah, in Australia, it's uh, one of the main sports that you get there and it's one of the professional ones as well. Um, so yeah, people from outside, just outside of school get into development teams and from there they kind of get selected for the for their um, state teams and from there, if they're lucky enough, they make it into the professionals teams where they get a contract. Why did you choose to come to Missouri instead of you know, trying to get on a professional team? Um, I was kind of looking for the new experience. It was it was good and stuff. I was in one of the development teams back in Perth, but mm-hmm. uh, I was kind of just, yeah, I was looking for something new. And then when the opportunity arise, uh, there's always another chance to go back there because I'm still pretty young. But for now, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it here and not really looking back at this stage. That's good to hear. So um, I guess you really like being in the States. Have you been in any other state besides Missouri? Uh, I've been to Colorado over the Christmas break. It's kind of really the only place. Oh, and Chicago, yeah. which is, yeah. <laughs> it's Illinois. Yeah. It's kind of the only places that I've really looked around. When On the rugby trips, you go to other states and stuff, mm-hmm. but you're kind of just there for your game. You get it done, and then you're on the bus back. But, yeah, I'm loving it so far. That's, oh, Colorado was a blast. That's good to hear. I mean... I mean, coming from Australia, I feel like Australia's a pretty awesome country. So to hear that about the States is, I guess I'm not really missing out on much. <laughs> um, um, so what do you guys, what's your record like in rugby? Are you guys ranked? Yeah, so uh, we actually have, a, so like speaking on that, we actually have like a big game this weekend. We play mm-hmm. like the number one team in the nation. And we're, we're in the same conference as them, and we're ranked four. Okay. So it's kind of like a big rivalry game. Um, we play them twice a year, every year, and it's always like a really good game, really close. Um, but yeah, like usually in, in 15s, cause we play two, I don't know if you, you've heard maybe in your other podcasts, there's two seasons, it's, there's a 15 season and there's a seven season. Okay, yeah. So in 15s, we're, we're in the top, top five, I would say top three. We made the semifinal last year of the national championship. Um, and then sevens were the back-to-back national champions. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I know being on campus, there's a lot of great teams. Yeah. And so I really like, uh, the competition between, uh, teams seeing like which one's really better even though it's a different sport yeah yeah um i had some ladies from the women's team and a couple of weeks ago um they told me they taught me a little bit about rugby um is there anything that stands out to you that's different from between men's and women's rugby um, i guess it's mainly the way they play the game uh what's a bit of the girls game they like to spread the ball wide they kind of like to play a fast game um we do like to do that as well but i guess it's just the way that we do it we like to use our bodies since we're a bit more physical at times, that we like to crash the ball up and set our plays up from there. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely more of, like, a physical game. Like, so, like, with the ladies, like, they're able to, if they have better skills than the other team, like, they can move the ball around a little bit more, they're able to get around the girls on the other team. Whereas, like, with us, like, we're usually going against teams that have around the same skills. So we have to kind of work and manipulate them in order to get around them, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, we have, to, we have to use, like, so there's forwards and backs, and we have to use our forwards kind of, like, a lot more just to kind of, like, bring them into the middle, and then we can go out wide when we have a numbers advantage. Okay. So what's your, what's your plays like? Um, I know, and I had, Nick, I had Nikki McKinnon here 
from the women's team, and Nikki told me if she told me any of our plays, she'd have to kill me. So I mean, <laughs> is that is that kind of like a secret thing that you can't really, you know, share any of the? Um, I mean, like with with us, it's like, I mean, it would it'd be a little different than like football, you know, where like a play like everybody would have like the same play and it'd be called like the same thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We're like in rugby, our plays are kind of personal to us, so we make our own plays like okay. as a team. And we name them whatever we want. You know what I mean? So, like, there's never, like, a play that we say one thing and the other team's going to know what it is. Gotcha. If, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's there's, there's, there's things that you can say that the other team can pick up on, mm-hmm. um, but we wouldn't just be calling that out. You know what I mean? We call a play that has, like, a certain name that has that thing in it, if, if that kind of makes sense. Um, and also, as generally, you have different set plays for, like, different parts. Like, in football, you'd have offense and defense, obviously. And then for rugby... We have the forwards and the backs both have different kinds of set plays, and then we have something for the whole team in general as well. So there's a big variety in what kind of things that happen. So you have set set of plays for defense and a set set of plays for offense. Um, so like, depending where we are on the field, we'll we'll have certain plays if that if that kind of makes sense. So does um, is defense a lot of just a reaction of what the offense is doing, or can you guys kind of um? I guess take risk and do your do your own thing to make plays. Um, so yeah, as generally is what the uh, attack is doing. You kind of have to look at numbers, like where they're attacking. So you got to set your defensive numbers up on the on the attack. But then from there, you have people that kind of yell out the set plays on how many defenders, how are we going to move up in the line together, or are we going to shoot on the outside and stuff like that. So it's all about reading the play and trying to see if you can out outdo the attack. And honestly, like I think it's like. If we have more numbers in them, like it depends, it's all on numbers, really. So, like, if our defense has more numbers than their attack, their offense, then we can go ahead and rush up. You know what I mean? But, like, if we are numbers down, we have, like, let's say we have six people on one side of the field and they have eight, then we kind of have to, like, jockey, which is, like, kind of like just, like, run sideways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, it kind of just depends on what they have and what we have. If we're not set up in the right position, then we got to kind of shift into some, a different type of defense. And you can take risk, but, like, you kind of can screw over your team at the same time. That's why it's a risk. So tell me about the team. How many players you guys have? Um, close to – well, to start the season, we had close to 60. I think now it's I more like – 70, yeah. I oh, close to 70, like 70 yeah. So how many people – like, how many people would you say, um, on average, play in each game? Yeah, so that's actually a set number. We only get to put 23 on a team. So, so let, let's say this Saturday we have a game. Only 23 people will be able to put on a jersey. It's the first 23, and then only 15 are able to be on the field at the same time. Really? Yeah, so we have a starting 15. So, like, MJ will wear number four. Mm-hmm. Number four? Yeah. MJ will wear number four, I'll wear number 11, and our position is a certain number. So we'll, one through 15 are starters, and then 16 through 23 are um, reserves. So they come off the bench, and they kind of, like, bring some fire onto the game. But then the rest of the players, like, we're all fighting for those 23 spots. Okay, so how does that work? Because I know... Um, each number is a position, mm-hmm. right? So um, one number on one team will be the same number, the same position on the other team. Mm-hmm. When you put a reserve in, does the number matter uh, of what position they play? Yeah. Uh, it generally does matter. You generally like to keep it like your forwards are the first eight, so one to eight is your forwards, and then nine to 15 is your back line. So generally on the substitution bench, you do tend to have your forwards the first numbers, and then your backs the say about from 20 to 23 just to keep it consistent throughout. Yeah, so, like, our forwards, like, I don't know if you know what the term forwards are. It would be, like, our bigger, stronger runners, like, our kind of, like, 
you would say linemen in football. Mm. It's kind of like our linemen, you know, linemen and linebackers, you know, like the, the enforcers, you know, yeah. and the backs are kind of like, you know, guys like me, like, who are just, like, going to run around and, like, you know, do, like, some, like, step, some type of step and, like, get through the def- the um, defenders, like, go around them or cut through them. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to put in the hard work and, like, allow for us to do that. So we usually have more of them on the bench, if that makes sense. So we have 16 through usually, like, 20. 16 through 20, 21 mm-hmm. are more forwards that come off the bench because they get more tired. So, like, our one through three are really heavy guys. So we need th- three more of them to be on the bench. And then we have maybe 21, 22, and 23 are backs. Okay, can you explain to me, when I'm, when I'm watching rugby on TV, I just see two lines. One team is in one line, and the other team is in a line. But you say there's forwards and backs. How, how does forwards and backs work when everyone's in one line? Uh, so it's kind of inter, intertwined into one team. You're basically your one defensive line, you're one attacking line, and then from there, yeah, it's your uh, set plays that you do have or determines where you're setting in the line. So, yeah, you kind of you have a set from a certain position, and then from there you play the ball, and that's how everyone kind of just falls into the same line. And on defense, you want everyone in the same line, so the, so it makes it harder for the offense to get breakthrough to the and get to the try line, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, like, so, like, you're saying, like, the defensive line is usually, like, one, and the way people usually get through the line, like, on, on offense, is if there's that mixed match, you know? So, like, if there's, like, me lined up on, like, a big back, I mean, big forward, then that's a mixed match. You know, you kind of want those mixed matches so that you can get through. But if there's, like, a forward on a forward, then it's kind of, it's a lot harder. If, you know, that makes sense? Mm. So you want to look for those mixed matches. Okay. I, I mean, I've really gotten into rugby. My brother plays rugby. Okay. Uh, he started playing a couple of years ago, and so I've kind of tried to get into it. So I watched, I watched, I think it was, like, Scotland, England. They played mm-hmm. last that, weekend. Yeah, that was a really good game. Yeah, yeah like, uh, England was blowing them out, and Scotland is comes back and ties it at the end. I was, I was crazy, but, I mean, rugby and soccer is just, like, starting to become my two favorite sports just because, yeah. I mean, football, it, it's similar, but the thing about rugby and soccer is that they're, they keep going, and, yeah. like, you have their halftime, that's, like, the only break, really. And so you can, you can, like, be watching, but, like, if you're not paying attention, you can miss something. So that's, like, what I like about those two sports. I used to hate soccer, too, by the way. Really? Yeah, I used to hate soccer growing up. I just, I just really did not like it. But like, I grew a, like more of an appreciation for it just watching it growing up because it's like it is really hard. That's a hard sport. Yeah, I love it. I love watching yeah. soccer. It's actually my favorite sport now. So yeah, yeah if I'm every manager of a team or something like that, I'd yeah, preferably a soccer team. Mm-hmm. So um, that'd be one of my ultimate dream goals, dream jobs. With the continuous thing as well with the sport, rugby is also one of those sports that you can't have. Um, rolling substitutions. So the starting team, the 1 to 15, they tend to play as long as possible. And then when they get tired, you get the substitutions on to try and make an impact on that. That's why I have, um, a, that's why we have so many for the forwards, because they tend to do a lot of the hard yards trying to make hit contact and get up and repeat that process. So you have the, them on the substitutions to come on and make an impact afterwards. Um, can you go a little bit more into cards? So either, is your yellow and red card? Yeah, it's just like soccer. soccer, yellow and red. So a red card, that means you're out of the, the match? Yeah, your red card is like, so a yellow card is, if you get a yellow card, it's a 10-minute, like 10-minute you're off the field, mm. right? And then if you get two yellow cards, like the same person gets another yellow card, then that's a red card. But you can get just a straight red card if you like, let's say you throw like a punch or something, you can get a straight red card. And you're out for that game, and you're out for the next game too. And there's no sub that can come in for you that you're playing with no, the man No, you're playing the man down. Okay. Yeah. 
So there was a game I think like two weeks ago we played we played against Army. It was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. We played Army and um, we had two different yellow cards at the same time. So we were playing thirteen men against fifteen men. It was really hard. And Army's a big Army's a really big team. So yeah, I was actually at the game and it seemed yeah. like you guys handled it pretty well because I had no idea that you guys were down were down to two men. Yeah, we were down two men for a really long time. So pretty much the whole second half we were always down a man. And because it would be a yellow card, he would come back on, then another yellow card. So for the whole time, we were down a man at least, and then at a certain point, we went down two men. Yeah, it's definitely frustrating when you have to play like that. <laughs> yeah, Especially because, I mean, yeah, it was pretty much both of us was a forwards that was going getting sent off the whole time. Yeah. So we were men down up front where we need the, the power. Yeah. And then from, yeah, got left a couple of defenders short from there, but ended up pushing through. When you guys <laughs> can speed that good then, because, I mean, you guys kill them still, so... I mean, like, we do have a, like, a reputation around the country for being one of the better teams. Like, there's – college rugby is still kind of growing, if that makes sense, but there are some really, really good teams, and we would be one of them, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so, like, you got we, – we're kind of in, like, if you would say, like, an SEC of, like, rugby. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the SEC in football is really strong. We would be in that conference for rugby. So it's, like, us, Life, Arkansas State, um, Navy – Davenport, Clemson. So Clemson's the only team who's not in the in the top 15. Um, and then us, Life, Davenport, and Navy are all in the top 10. So have you guys won a national championship recently? Yeah, so I was actually lucky enough to be on the two teams that won the national championship. So we play, we play, so how it works is we play, so usually in January through around, well, the end of the, the, end of the semester, we're playing mm-hmm. our 15 season. And that's just one whole season, kind of like in football. You just play a whole season, then there's a playoff. And we, we made it to the semifinals last year. And then once that's over, once we lose, we're done. But then we go into a thing called sevens, which is, like, usually tournaments. So we play a tournament, which is a national championship tournament. And we've won that the past two years. And, yeah, I was lucky enough to be on that. So I have two rings now. So with all those guys on the team, um, how does playing time work? Do, does, not, does some people not play during a season? Yeah, well, so here at Linwood, it's pretty. we're pretty lucky to have – a lot of players because the competition's better and we're just kind of working against each other. But the people who are named on that first 23, like that first team, um, our coaches is, is um, good at getting them like club games. So we'll get them to play other clubs around the around the, the state. So like St. Louis has a men's team. Our, our, uh, our second side, our second team, will play against that St. Louis team and just other schools that like Lindenwood Belleville will play against our second team. We're lucky enough to put people up. But then there's still some guys who are left out on that, and unfortunately, they don't get to play. Okay. Um, so, is there is that is the second team kind of like a learning stage for younger players, or just upperclassmen also play on that team? Yeah, it's it's usually up and coming guys, young younger guys who are just need play time because especially in rugby, experience is 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 very key. So, like getting those guys playing time is what's going to help them grow and get better you know I mean like my freshman year I was on the second side I was on the second team and like you could if you put it in like to terms that we like everybody else would like recognize it's kind of like a JV and a varsity Mm. so yeah I was on that team and you kind of just learn just by playing and getting older you go on break you get a little more mature coming back and then they're ready you know they played those games they're like yeah I mean I'm better than that everybody thinks they're better than that JV team so when they come back they start believing in it and they're they're there they're ready that's cool because I know in football we just really had you know that one team that plays every Saturday, yeah. and so um, the younger guys they might not see the field until you know they're like their yeah. junior year and they don't have any experience. So I mean, it's it's cool that you guys you guys kind of have that stepping stage stepping stage to where p- 
people can get better and kind of get that college experience before they actually um, play on that one, number one team. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like how do you get better doing that? You know, you put them on the side every time. They're kind of like on the what is it, the practice squad, like just like kind of mm. like being dummies and like I mean they're playing against the be- the better guys, but like game time is really what helps you get better too. You know, so those guys are lucky enough to get like get game time. I think it really does help. Well, Christian and MJ, I appreciate you guys coming in. Um, you helped me learn a little bit more about rugby, which is awesome because McKenna and Nika taught me quite a bit. So um, I just love learning about it. So when I can watch it, um, I can really enjoy it and, and know what's going on. To those listening, uh, once again, as always, I just want to thank you for listening to Athlete's Perspective. Next week, I will have another sport, and it's kind of... Um, I don't know, some people might not even call it a sport. So you'll just have to stay tuned and wait for that to drop. <laughs> <laughs>